Welcome to the Sunny Hill Podcast. This message was recorded at our Ferndown campus. For more information about service times and locations, please visit sunnyhill.church. We all want better relationships. Yes? Do I have the room? We all want better relationships. Um, don't want um, better relationships, it's because you have such a loving and cheerful spirit, um, such a close walk with God, um, that nothing has slowed down the deepening and widening of your loving embrace to all who meet you. You are truly smashing it in all your relationships, and the good news is that you are the speaker this morning. So if you just make yourself known... No? You're stuck with me then. Um, And it's my job um, this morning, um, as best as I can, to bring some thoughts um, that will help us to smash it in some of the most important relationships we will ever have, and it's those with our family. Um, Alternatively, um, if we don't aspire to better relationships, it's because we have been hurt and disappointed um, and even rejected to such a point that we have given up. Um, And that is sad. It's very sad. And it is my intention, my expectation, that this morning, by the time we've finished, um, you will have found a little hope and be willing to try again. Uh, But first, a little context. Um, I am Fru. I am Groot. I am Fru, married to Adam. And we have five children, age 18, 16, 15, 10... And one. Um, so, no need to uh, expand on that little narrative. A surprise. <laughs> um, yeah. um, and we've also been a foster family. Um, most significantly, we fostered a boy for five years who went to live with another family last uh, March, April time. And we may foster again. Um, so, people say, um, oh, you must love children. Not particularly, I have to say. Um, actually, it's I love people of all ages, and I I really couldn't give a fig how old they are. Um, But children are particularly exciting, relationships with children, um, because children are so flexible in their thinking. Have you found that? Yeah, so fresh. And um, we've got a lot to learn from children. Um, So Jesus said, truly I tell you that unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Um, And he said this because children are so receptive, um, so trusting and open. And if we've become cynical um, or suspicious um, or closed-minded, then we need to change and become like little children in a progressive sense, not in a regressive sense. Um, So, as a rule of thumb, Children are awesome, and they've got a lot to learn. Right, now you're going to have to teach me how to do this on the fly. How do I move it forward one? Is it that button there? Yeah, there we go. Um, Oh, yeah, that's the first one. Good. Um, So, yes, uh, they're awesome. They've got a lot to learn, but they're only little people, and we've all got a child within us. Um, So, this talk, I hope, um, which will be particularly about parenting, um, I hope will have application in all of our family relationships. Um, In fact, Especially if you are a young person at school or college. Where's JJ? Yes. A young person at school or college, um, single, widowed, estranged, empty nester, or childless for any reason. Um, I'd ask that you translate these thoughts um, to your own context. Uh, It's not particularly complicated. When I mention parenting or children, 
you just trans, uh, substitute whoever makes your closest circle of relationships, which might be friends um, and your own parents as well as children. Um, I'd also encourage you to take notes. This is just a general encouragement. Um, it really helps you to listen, particularly if, like me, you um, tend to lose focus quite easily. Um, but you just write a note, oh, that's something I want to think about, that's something that particularly resonated with me. You can use your phone or a notepad, um, and I'd really encourage that. So, I think I've got to go like that now. There we go, smashing it in your family. So we've, we've widened the circle. So if your family relationships are not yet perfect, like mine, um, and if you want to have better relationships in your family, I have just one point this morning, one point only. But it's a good one, I think. Uh, and I'll tell you it soon, so wait for it. Have your notepad ready. Listen out. In my experience, this point is so good that it could refresh and improve your family relationships immeasurably. And it works from parent to child, it also works from child to parent, and it works from peer to peer. Um, so here it is. Are you listening? Just two words. Here it is. Don't panic. Okay, just panic. Thank you, Neil. Here. I'm waiting for a bit of feedback, actually. I like a bit of feedback. So thank you. Uh, don't panic. Things aren't going great. If rather than peachy, everything is pear-shaped, uh, just don't panic. It will be okay. It can get better. Um, it says in Philippians, he who began good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ. So God started this good work in us of relationships, and he will carry it on to completion. God is not finished with us yet. Don't panic. Now, I've learned this the hard way. Uh, I used to panic a lot. My children, and especially JJ, have given me many an opportunity to panic. Um, I remember, actually, the first time my eldest child lied. Okay, he was about 20 months old, about um, Eliza's age, just speaking. And for me, it was a completely out-of-the-blue surprise. Um, I can't even remember what he lied about. It was probably something like, uh, I would say to him, did you take a cookie? Having just watched him take a cookie mummy and looks me straight in the eye and I'm like oh my goodness who taught a child this don't lie I don't lie Adam doesn't lie who's influenced our child more than we have oh no what if other people see that he's a liar and think that we're liars too because you know, the children learn from the parents and I I did panic I went way overboard um, not my finest parenting moment I have to say um, but when the dust had settled I had taught that child not to lie, right? I had taught the lesson, no lying in the house. High five, mom, yes, you did it. That's never going to happen again. Yes, I was a first-time parent because that child did lie many times. In fact, the child really took his time adjusting to the reality that honesty is the best policy, probably because I'd flipped out the first time he lied and totally freaked him out. Um, they say that uh, feelings of guilt come with the placenta, uh, and so even if it wasn't my fault, it felt like my fault. Um, but there were also practical things to panic about. Uh, as I alluded to earlier, JJ was king unexpected. Um, even as a tiny child, he would walk in the room with this and think, what are the possibilities? What is the highest point in the room? How can I climb there? My brother is here. He will vouch for this. JJ was like that. Um, he was also quite sensitive. Uh, and given the choice of fight or flight, he would choose um, flight. And he was innovative 
we used to sit him down before we went out anywhere. The baby would say, JJ, don't innovate. Okay, just be boring. Okay, whatever you do, just get simple. Um, but here's an example of um, the kind of thing that JJ did. One Saturday, late morning, when he was still quite young, I found this note in the kitchen. Dear Mum, I have gone away to the woods for the afternoon and we'll be back before 2.30pm. So, okay. Um, it's really mature. I really need this time for myself. So please understand and don't be worried. Trust that I'm on this. I love you. So it's quite cute. Uh, with me, I have toilet paper. So, great. Uh, paper and matches. Bit more worrying. Uh, wood. A book. Nice. Uh, tin of beans and bread. So he's got a vision. Um, an extra jumper, finally. Uh, foil. A watch. And a watch. <laughs> Uh, but I'll tell you, JJ, potential pack there, definite potential. So you want to know what I did, right? Instead of panic. Uh, but I'm not going to tell you because uh, my one point, don't panic, um, has a second half, which I'm going to tell you in a minute. And the reason I'm not going to tell you is that in these situations, when your children or family are testing your centeredness, um, there are a million ways to react well and a million ways to react badly. Um, and what I did exactly doesn't matter nearly as much as whether I loved him as I have been loved by Jesus and whether the trajectory of our relationship, as Adam mentioned earlier, was altered for good or not. Um, what I've realized over time that is exactly what you do is not the most important thing. It's how your choice of action will express love and understanding and will um, develop character in those who you most influence. Um, children, parents, families, friends will disappoint you and alarm you. Don't panic. Uh, even if your child bites a sixth former on the bottom in his first week of school, even if he spreads cereal across the entire ground floor of your house. Even if he takes the lemons and eggs out of the fridge and throws them on the carpet to see which will smash. Um, even if he gives a visiting toddler a chili pepper and tells him it's a sweet. <laughs> Don't panic. Yes, those are genuine JJ examples. <laughs> Don't worry, plenty more. <laughs> The question is, what will we do instead of panic? So, the second half of my single point this morning is the alternative to panic. And I know it's going to help when we're tempted to panic in our family relationships. It certainly helped me. Uh, and here it is. Don't panic, promote values. Uh, don't panic, promote values. What do I mean by promote values? Well, what I mean is that you get to decide what's important. Uh, what do you value in your family? Um, each family is different, but we all have values. Uh, we may not be aware of them. We may not even like them, but we all have them. Um, and if you're taking notes, um, you might like to write a reminder. What are my family's values? Um, because it's our actions and our decisions and our words which communicate what is most important, most valuable. Um, so ask yourself, what do we spend our time, our money, and our attention on? And we might find that we actually don't like the values that we have. Um, maybe you realize 
on reflection that your values are um, having the latest gadget. Um, or avoiding conflict, trying to make your children like you, um, never saying sorry, fake sex on the internet, uh, extracurricular activities that dash around every evening, um, individual screen time. And if these are the things that you're spending your time, your money, your attention on, um, they might have unwittingly become your family's values. Um, and you realize that they're not going to bring you the fulfilling family culture that you most want. And that is a really useful discovery, knowing that you don't like your own values, because the good news is you can change them. Um, so I'd like to make a refinement um, which will make all the difference, and here it is. Um, don't panic, promote godly values, um, because these are the only ones which will bring about the satisfaction you're looking for in your closest relationships. Um, God made us. He knows us. So his values are the ones which will prosper us. Do you want to know what I did about the blowtorch? Yeah. You do? You sure? <laughs> anticlimactic actually um, so I put shoes on to go and find him in the woods with the blowtorch um, and by that time he'd walked back into the house crying because he'd forgotten to take a tin opener for his baked bean feast um, so I comforted him um, and I told him it was alright uh, and I gave him the space that he said he'd needed, made sure he had a nice afternoon and told him that in no uncertain terms that you do not take a blowtorch into the woods or anywhere else, just to check that we've got that covered. Uh, <laughs> don't panic, promote the values. Um, is it easy? Not always, but it's also not usually that difficult if you take just one moment at a time rather than the whole principle. Um, will we want to give up sometimes? Yes, sometimes we get tired. Will we give up? No. And why must we not give up? Now, this is really important. And I do need you to listen here because it will be difficult in that moment when it's unpopular and you think that you should cave. Um, but if you routinely panic um, and don't promote godly values in your words and in your actions, your family relationships will suffer. Our families will suffer and will end up promoting values that will never satisfy so I'm not being harsh, I'm levelling with you. Um, will you mess up? Will we mess up? Yes. I mess up often. But believe you me, um, we get back on the horse. Um, and I'm not advocating perfectionistic um, attitudes, but generally speaking, if we don't promote godly values um, reasonably consistently in our relationships, then our family will naturally decline. It's um, about the trajectory um, it is a discipline and an effort, and you won't usually get positive feedback from your children. Um, a word about children and young people expressing anger, frustration, um, even hatred. They don't hate you. They love you so much, even when you've messed up a million times. They don't know how to make sense of their experience, and they hate that. And so they might even say that they hate you. And they might mean it at the time, but that does not make it true. Um, and parents, 
It does say in Ephesians 6.4 that children should honour their parents, but it also says that parents shouldn't exasperate their children. So now the young people are quickly writing, writing, writing. <laughs> um, and, by the way, a word to teens and parents um, about eye-rolling. Anyone ever got wound up with eye-rolling and sighing? Okay, this is really good news, because it's not that bad. In fact, it's scriptural. Look at this. Do I point it that way or the other way? Yeah. Pressing. Pressing. There we go. This is Jesus. Jesus looked up to heaven and with a deep sigh, he said, Now, if that doesn't sound like I don't know what. In fact, I, as a parent, I think I'm even going to say, I'm just being like Jesus. Would you pick up socks already? Okay. <laughs> so, um, took all the heat out of that moment and it made me laugh um, and it's really useful to laugh sometimes when you're parenting um, so we need to be confident that our values are godly values then they're not self-serving they're not shallow um, and this is what it means in proverbs i'm gonna just wave there we go teach a child the way he should go and when they are old they will not depart from it so you're not expect necessarily that the behavior will change that day it's when they are older um, Self-discipline, um, requ the self-discipline required to stick to your values in those moments where you're tempted to panic um, may be painful, but you get to choose your pain. You can choose the pain of self-discipline now, when you just feel like just letting it go, or the pain of regret later, when your time is done. Now, as a couple, as I thought we'd be fairly intentional about godly values at home. Um, obviously, at Christ as Christians, we wanted our children to uh, know the Bible, so we spent uh, time with Jesus uh, individually and together as a family. Um, we would talk about the Bible, we would read the Bible together, remind the kids of Jesus' words, we did all that. Um, but a couple of years ago, Adam and I decided that we would conduct an experiment. Um, we'd ask the kids, based on what we spent our time and money and attention on, what they thought our family's values were, and whether there were any that we were missing out, uh, that we thought we should be following. Um, and I'd recommend you do this. It is really interesting. Um, so in family prayer, we do this um, every morning before school for about 15 minutes. Uh, we all wrote down on little pieces of paper what we thought our family's top five values were, and... I've got a picture of them. You can't read them there, but you can see. Those are them. Um, and the answers were amazing. Um, although the language varied, there were definite themes. And you can see I've kind of grouped them together um, in sections there. Um, and maybe you could try this exercise. Have uh, each member of your family write down what you think the top values, five values are for your tribe and see how they compare. Um, and let's see, what do we have? Every family has different because we all value more than five. It's just that what is most important in your family. Um, our family is quite salty. Um, your families are probably much sweeter um, than ours. I bet the Uptons would have very sweet values because Jen is so sweet. Not Dean, Jen. Jen's the sweet one. <laughs> Actually, Dean is quite sweet too. Don't... He just pretends not to be like up heavy things and runs about and hits stuff. Um, but um, I reckon that they would have values like walking along the beach into the sunset and gentleness and uh, love. Um, but for us, honesty was a theme. Um, let's see if you can see those. Yeah, so we had words like honesty, honest, trust, uh, to tell the whole truth. 
booth, um, to be honest. So that was one of ours. Um, then we had uh, words like booth, effort, hard work, um, initiative, purpose. So purpose um, was another theme. Um, having fun times together was another. Uh, we had kindness and we had generosity. Uh, and we also asked whether we thought that there was something missing and the family came up with respect. So um, yeah, tr try it. it, it. It's great fun. But what Adam and I realised on reflection was that all the values that our children and, and we recognised had been hard won. Um, they weren't the things that reflected our preferences and our personalities. Um, in fact, it was the exact opposite. Um, these were the values that if they hadn't been taught, um, because they weren't our natural paths, and if we hadn't valued them, we would naturally have become uh, unkind, stingy, lazy, isolated liars. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and whenever, but whenever there was potential to panic, uh, like a child lied, um, we had to teach honesty. And if we were tempted to go our separate ways into individual screen time, then we had to make time to be together and to have fun. Um, when the kids didn't want to get up early to practice their instruments, we taught them how important it was to take those small, purposeful steps each day. Um, and when we wanted to be selfish, uh, we talked or acted with generosity, uh, sacrifice and kindness. Um, small conversations triggered by moments of failure. And when we do this daily, whenever the opportunity presents itself, we find that there is an alternative to panic and chaos because we can take that moment to promote godly values through our actions and words. And the best news yet of this plan, don't panic, promote godly values, is that we are not alone. We all think that our family's struggle is worse than the next person's, um, that our shame in our failures is deeper, that our isolation is more desperate. But we are a family here at Sunny Hill. We can share our struggles carefully in good time um, as trust is explored. And those of us who gather in midweek life groups are able to do this every week and trust is growing and you should come. Um, in fact, recently I've made a friend uh, in our life group who's facing a similar parenting challenge and we started to pray about this together and it's brilliant. But let's face it, there's no perfect people here. In fact, we have a policy at this church, no perfect people allowed. Uh, so no perfect parents, just a bunch of beggars. Uh, that know where the food is because the food is Jesus and he shows us the best way which is the way of love uh, to love as he has loved us and this is the happy ending for our families to know that we have loved that we have relational connection that we have reclaimed what is important for our families um, and instead of panic breaking through bit by bit he will take our mistakes and work even these together for good. It says uh, he will work even these together for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose 
to be conformed to the likeness of Christ. So this is, this is our purpose, is to become like Jesus. And we do this in small ways. Uh, he gives us his Holy Spirit to comfort us, uh, to make us bold in the face of adversity. And he gives us wisdom when we don't know where to turn next. Uh, he's just a prayer away. And if you're feeling close to God, far away from God, he is just a prayer away. Um, Galatians 5 includes the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Um, and these are what happens in us when we accept Jesus and allow his Holy Spirit to start work in us. Um, and these are the fruit that he will produce, love joy and peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control, top nine parenting. And as we allow the Holy Spirit to produce these fruits in us, our families will benefit, our children, our friends will benefit. So, don't panic, promote godly values. In a moment, we're going to respond. Um, and if you'd like to recommit your tribe, whether that's your children, your parents, your group of friends, if you'd like to recommit to godly values, I'm going to be inviting you to stand. Um, whether you're a young person, um, whether your family members are with you, whether they stand, whether they don't, this um, idea doesn't rely on anyone else. You can do it alone, you can do it as a family. So, let's just take a moment and invite the Holy Spirit to come as we recommit our family to godly values. If you'd like to recommit your family, then do please stand and we're going to pray. Holy Spirit, we, we invite you to take control of our families, to remind us of what you've written in your word. We invite you to produce your fruit in us of love and joy and peace, of patience, of kindness and goodness, of gentleness and faithfulness and self-control, because you know best, God. We recommit to letting go of panic and control. And instead, Lord, we want to take small steps in your direction to be conformed to the likeness of Christ. And we know that you're alongside us. Forgive us for the times that we've forgotten that you're there. That you're just a prayer away. And we ask you, God, that here in this room, we start the beginning of a new journey, a new stage, a new chapter. And we reclaim your values for our families to Jesus' glory, in your name and in your strength. Amen.